0: We the best is cast with the left twist, Pat fairly well dressed. Put me on the guest list, the guest list,
1: uh, yeah. On the guest list, yeah. Uh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of On the Guest List with Trot and the Get Down White Sox, Dave, Kenny Carkey, and Dante. Kenny and me alone today. The Barstool boys are all. Dante's in Ohio. Dave's got shit going on. I don't even know what he has going on. I never really know what Dave has. Oh,
0: going I'm on. all busy with my restaurants and my blogs and my fucking sporting events. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: but can you guys rock a show? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. So
0: fucking losers. It's I guess just, Dante can, kinda. Yeah,
1: Dante can absolutely. <laughs> it all the time. So I, I, my, my point is moot. But uh, we got the musicians in the house today. First off, I want to give a shout out. We got a ton of new social media followers this week. I want to give a shout out to everybody. Say what's up. We are coming up on the one year mark of on the guest list this crazy stupid idea that we brought out of quarantine and it's just going bigger and bigger places i'm really excited kenny it's been like what eight months for you now you got in right i can't believe that it's been that long and that we've had all the people that we've had and the
0: great conversations and the responses in the post it's it's fun man it's been it's tight it's just it seems like people like the unfiltered don't care vibe (laughs) you know
1: Thank you, man. I, it's funny. I saw I saw a band this morning posted a band that you know. Um, I'll say Animal Sun, cool okay, dude. You're yeah, working yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they posted this thing, and it was like it was the sarcastic TikTok thing where it was like, uh, you know, we just had a like our first album, signed a deal, all this stuff. But streaming numbers don't matter, and people want seven second TikToks and all this shit. And so he's like, here you go, which I thought was hilarious. Which brings me to your point of the I don't give a fuck, do what you want to do kind of an attitude is what people want. I think more more than anything, the fans like it, but, the artists like it more. I think they really enjoy coming on here. and be, Like, it's not a normal conversation. Yeah. Uh, I know you haven't announced them yet
0: uh, on this show. But Windsor, he was texting me after our interview. And he's like, you guys had me
1: cracking
0: the fuck up. And I'm like, yeah, Dude, that's the baby. point,
1: man. That's the whole point, man. And I I, I said this in a, in a tweet today. But I was kind of responding to that animal Sun thing in a positive light saying, like, to any artist who's confused out there or, you know, doesn't know how to market themselves or like what the fuck is going on. There's more than one way to skin a cat, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to do it one way. You can go a long way. You can go a different way. You can do a fucking podcast and talk shit three times a week. Yeah, but yeah. There's, there's a lot of different ways to do this, and I, I'm glad we get to talk about it. And uh, we do have a great guest, possibly guest today. I'll get into that. But, Kenny, I want to start by saying this. I just booked my first show. Like my oh, first shit. hometown um, headline. Oh, nice. First hometown headline since the before times. Yo, by the way, I'm sorry I haven't
0: texted you back. I did listen to your song that you sent me, and I love it. It's fucking rad. Erica's voice is always incredible. And there's this, like, the first half of the song has this, like, garage rock fucking, like, kind of disgusting vibe in a cool way. And then I don't want to give too much away, but when that bass kicks in and it cleans up, you're like, oh, okay, tight, man. Good, job, good Bro, it, work.
1: I, I've I've had people describe it as punk rock lady E Street. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> yo, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's pretty tight. We got two songs dropping in like three weeks, and we're going to go into the whole promotional side of that. And I'll get into that next week. But uh, yeah, we, we booked our first hometown headline since the Before Times. We'll be announcing that on Monday. But I only bring this up to say, I got to be honest, I'm scared shitless. Of I'm what? Not scared, I'm not scared of playing the show. That's going to be magical. I don't know what to expect from a draw perspective because we can sell out a show in Philly in our fucking sleep. But there is this part of me that I've been avoiding doing a hometown headline because people have been beating our fucking door down. Wait, aren't you from Philly? Yes, and we have the support of all the radio stations and all that shit. Right. This is just a psychological thing of being like, I don't know what quarantine-era headline shows feel like. Oh, right, 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 right. I have a great quote. From my saxophone player will shade because we were in the band group chat going back and forth and i was like guys i want to do it i just have this weird mental block about this and will said well we can either do it and fail do it and succeed or you can be a pussy and i was like <laughs> <laughs> "Yo, true. Right. big facts dude so there's big, be- there's
0: big responsibility with the headliner you know what i mean too like yo if, no, if people don't show up and that place isn't packed you kind of look like a chump
1: you look like a chump and the thing is, is what it is. is we i mean we've sold out dozens of shows in Philadelphia. Like, that's not a big deal. And that was, uh, like, literally the week before quarantine, we were on tour, sold out our hometown headline. It's just, like, uh, I think a lot of musicians are dealing with this. Like, it doesn't matter what you did before. It matters what you do now. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's a weird thing to not know exactly what your draw looks like anymore because there is a pandemic. So yeah, I don't fucking know. I guarantee you I'll be ready to run through a wall that night. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be packed. I've no All you got
0: to do is get super hammered beforehand, and then you don't give a Fuck who's in the crowd? <laughs> Goddamn right, dude.
1: Goddamn right. I'm gonna punch somebody in the crowd. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, let's go into our interview today. We have Windsor, friend of Kenny's. Uh, he's originally from the band Mainland, now doing his own solo thing, and he caught our attention. When he did New Year's Eve on national TV with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, which blew me the fuck away, Kenny. I happened to text a group and said, "Like, you seeing this shit?" And Kenny was like, "I know that guy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: so, been I'll a like- good friend for a long time. He's incredible. His, his voice is amazing. I loved Mainland, and I'm so happy he had took the time to come and talk to us.
1: And it was a great convo. There, there, there was like this like really like, it was almost like a coming of age story in a weird way. He's just or, the sweetest boy ever. And when and you hear the interview,
0: he's just like this most genuine, sweet person. And I couldn't be happier that it happened to him.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. You could see the connection between you guys right away and to watch him kind of get his hard work paid off and and like the the jettison, the the like instantaneous nature of what happened with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis yeah. and what it's doing for him now was a really interesting conversation, so I can't wait to go into that. So let's go into our interview with Windsor. Yeah! How you feeling? Feel all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the guest list today, we have a new friend, musician, you may recognize him from your TV, uh, from New Year's Eve with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. We have Windsor on the podcast. Windsor, how are we yeah. doing today, brother? Hey!
2: What's up, you guys?
1: Dude, so happy to have you here today. Before we get any further, let's just do the traditional thing where if Kenny brings somebody on, can you please tell me how you know Kenny?
2: <laughs> um, I know Kenny because when I, like, first moved to L.A., I think we wrote together for my last band, Mainland.
1: Yes, and we're going to and... get into that, too, because that's how I do know you originally, and I'll get to my roundabout way of how I figured this out. But did Kenny just – because did, did Kenny DM you or did you DM Kenny? How would you guys meet? I think,
0: I think our think managers our, put us together. The management –
1: Oh, God. That's, what usually, that's that. what
0: usually happens. I think I was working with uh, Dreamers, who, I don't know if it's still the same, but at the time was the same manager, and uh, Elijah from a band called American Teeth and stuff like that. So I was kind of in Jordan's circle, but we crossed paths and wrote some good tunes. Yeah. Oh, Those God. tunes were really
2: sick. I'm kind of bummed they, they didn't come out, but like... They're in yeah, our, back, cool. pocket. We'll, They're we'll, in our we'll, back pocket. We'll we'll pitch
0: them or sink them at some point. Yeah.
2: Oh, they were like so raw and like so rock and roll, and that was like our vibe at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was how Kenny and I met. We were like working together right away. I hate hearing how many people love Kenny.
1: I I know that's wrong, and I say it all the time. But I I, I fucking hate <laughs> seeing how much people love Kenny because they really do. But well, the good thing, let's let's switch the love around. Jordan's been one
0: of my favorite singers I've ever worked with for the longest time. Like there's not a lot of like genuine, honest vocals like he's got in his lyrics and the vibes. So I've just, I've always been a fan and we haven't seen each other in a while, but man, it's good to see you again.
2: I know. It's cool to see you on here. This is great that you got this podcast going on. And yeah, this is all Kenny's creation. Kenny, came I up, literally man. do nothing. <laughs> he does nothing, dude. He just,
1: no, Kenny, you do something. You bring a lot of the talent in here, so I'll give you yeah, that. Bring much. my friends. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, man, I mentioned it in the in the intro, but it's been kind of a fucking whirlwind for you. Uh, this came to my attention because I was watching New Year's Eve, watching TV, and the Macklemore and Ryan Lewis performance came on, and you fucking stole the show, dude. How did this happen? How did this come together? Um, well,
2: so it's, it's a long. Ending. Start at the beginning. Give us yeah, a long very, story. Uh, okay. Um, so I'm the featured singer on the new Macklemore song next year. Um, it came out, uh, in fall of last year. It was kind of like our way of writing a New years kind of anthem song. Um, but one of my mentors is this guy, Sam Hollander who I've known since I started my first band mainland and he was before I moved to LA from New York, he was like the first person I wrote with and he's written for like fits in the tantrums and panic at the disco. And he's got a lot of amazing songs in his, his catalog. So we hit it off immediately and we've been friends for like a long time. And Sometimes he'll hit me up for different things like, hey, can you sing this thing? Hey, can you help with this thing? So he had next year and he asked me to sing it for him. And this was like February of last year. Wow. Jesus, that he had sent me this hook that he wrote. And so I was, he sent me like 15 hooks to sing. <laughs> and I never know where they go. Um, but that one was really fun from the jump. I was like, someone's gonna, someone's gonna record this thing. And then I got a call from Sam in fa- fall of last year. And he's like, dude, I have big news. And I was like- <laughs> Oh, that's the worst, and and the I was worst, worst thing, thing ever. I was like, oh great. One of the hooks got cut by like Shakira or something or Pink or <laughs> you're writing for at the moment. You know, and so then I, and I was like kind of like bummed out that day. I like had a session with, with an artist and I don't know, I just been like going through the motions of, you know, when you wake up and you write every day, Uh Kenny, Kenny, you get it. Like you wake up and you write every day and you do the thing every day. And I, I guess I had just been on like a run of doing that for like five days in a row. Um, so I was really burnt out, and I was like, what well, is this good news going to be? <laughs> and Sam was like, oh, uh, I sent the hook to uh, to uh, to Ryan Lewis, and he played it for Macklemore, like, in the car, and Macklemore freaked out. You're going to be on the song. You're going to be in the video. You're going to perform with him. It was, like, one of those calls where I was just like, you are, you're... Yeah, are you fucking
0: kidding are you? me? Are you
2: fucking kidding <laughs> me right now? This is, I'm like in my sandals, like on my front lawn, like just like having a kind of a shit day. And like, this is the news I got. And then immediately after that, like, um, I, uh, I flew to Seattle. We, we shot the video in Seattle. And Jesus. then we filmed Jimmy Fallon in Seattle.
1: He's, how, long, he's, how long was the space there? Like, yeah. was that
2: just, since it you was told like, to flying? It was immediately. It was like oh my God. Two, like a week or two later. I you was can't even grasp
0: there. what's happening. Where
2: yeah, what I was fun, just man? like, okay, we're just hanging out with Macklemore now. <laughs> Macklemore is just like, <laughs> it's just the homie now. And honestly, it's so cool because he, him and Ryan Lewis have been independent for ever. Like yeah. they haven't signed, like they have people helping distribute the music, you know? But their thing is they kinda love to bring in like unknown singers mm-hmm. and up and coming yeah. artists to be on their records. Cause they're independent still. They don't they keep most of what they Right. On oh, off that. the song. So it was really cool and they're just the nicest dudes. And um I got to be in the video and they work with this guy, Jason Koenig, who's like um He does like Ed Sheeran videos and he did the thrift shop video and all the the famous, all the famous Macklemore, Ryan Lewis videos. So they brought all their old crew together for that video. And him and Ryan hadn't done a song in five years. Yeah. I was going
1: to say, this is a huge deal. Like when I saw, when I saw they were together for new year's Eve, I was like, Oh shit, this is sick. And I will tell you genuinely, this is what happened. We were sitting on the couch watching new year's Eve. And I was, I was like half paying attention, half not my I just heard my wife go, oh my God, he's so good. (laughs) And she was talking about you. And I was like, oh shit, this is dope. I think I texted the group and I was like, yo, this is fucking dope. And Kenny's like, yo, I know that guy. (laughs) 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 Fuck, Dude, so New New Year's Eve happens. Were you in LA or were you in New York? We were in LA for that. Okay, so walk me through that day. Was that just like the most hands-on crazy experience? Like, did you enjoy it or was it just so big you were like trying to live in the moment.
2: It was another, like, surreal moment because we uh, they film it at the Warner Brothers lot, basically, in Burbank. And um, it's really funny because it's like, um, I don't want to give too much away uh, about how they (laughs) do it. Uh, But so we rolled up in a party bus. It was Macklemore and Ryan had um, showed up before me, like, on a different... So I was with like their tour manager, their sound guy, the horn section, and we pulled up in this party bus um, (laughs) (laughs) with like the subs, like it was so hip hop, pull up in the party bus with the subwoofers and um, and, uh, it was really complicated because the COVID protocol for this event was crazy. Like we couldn't even get in. We're like, we're performing in like an hour, like we have to be there. Um, and so, yeah, we, we finally found the right gate. We got in. Um, Mac and Ryan were in their trailer, and then we actually had Ryan Lewis's trailer. So we were in that trailer. And across the road is, like, One Republic. And... Um, and... Uh, who else? I mean, just, like... I mean, I got out of the trailer because they steamed our clothes before we did the thing and I just see Macklemore and Big Boy hugging. And, what? And I was like, this is so, this is weird, man. This is like- <laughs> You're <They're> in, man. <laughs> this is weird. I just, I wanted to be like, Big Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but I just couldn't interrupt their, their moment. They were having a moment, you know? Um, but it was really fun. Man, we did I would... it. We, uh, you know, we performed it and Felt good because we had just done the Jimmy Fallon thing not that long ago. So we were we were warmed up and yeah.
1: Dude, it was outstanding. And my my, my big question off of that is how many people
2: texted you the night of to be yeah. like, dude, what the fuck? Like my grandma in Florida watched it. She was like, <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so proud of you. Like you know, it's like one of those things. But it was super fun. And it's just helped a lot because a few weeks before I put out a new song called Memory and uh, it's just helped it to have like a co-sign and I'm an yeah, artist yeah. again. So it's just helped the whole thing. How, and how's, um, that,
0: uh, how's that response been like, just like, I'm sure everybody in, in, in the music world or any artist is like, shit, when I get a look from somebody like Macklemore, like what happens after that? Like, are you getting DMs left and right? Are you getting opportunities, show opportunities? Like what's what's happening?
2: honestly a lot of people watch the new year's thing They, you know that like i gained like a thousand followers that night just yeah yeah you know just off people watching that people being like you know you gotta come play new jersey you know like (laughs) messages like that you you know um but yeah, response has been good. It just makes it easier for people that like the music and were aware of what I was doing beforehand. Just go, yeah. I know. told you so.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah it's just you- kind of like green lights
2: everything. Now it's, things are a little easier. Um, question for so- you. If, um, and I think this is not outside the realm of possibility
3: considering how dog shit the last two years were. <laughs> this actually was worse than 2021 and 2020 like will you feel bad because you just lied to everybody
1: oh yeah next year bro what <laughs> well I don't know if I'm it's lying, on you so. now dude oh, yeah dude it's, it's, you. Hook.
2: it's on you it's on me man because I'm telling everyone in the world that it's gonna be better <laughs> um no, I think it's gonna be better
1: I can picture the memes now on New Year's 2023 yeah, yeah, yeah. where everybody's like, this motherfucker lied to us. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jordan, yeah. did you have
0: to re-record nice. that hook at all? Or was that the original demo hook?
2: It's the original demo hook that yes, I recorded in this, in this room. I recorded That's what I'm talking about, room. man. Oh, and people like,
0: when, when we talk about magic happens, you can try
2: all you want to recreate it and it's just not going to happen. Well, Dude, I went to Ryan's studio and he was like, how'd you get that vocal sound? <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I did this and I did this thing with this plugin." And he goes, "Dude, we have the real one. We have the uh, real vintage all tech. Yeah, yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. That yeah. you use the plugin on." And I'm like, "All right, well, the original's pretty fucking fun. Did yeah, you try it?" And we try, and we. D- me and Ryan Lewis had a day in the studio where we tried to beat the demo vocal. And he the first thing he said when he walked in the room, also he was like in crutches. He had like busted his knee, oh, shit. like oh, falling shit. down some stairs. Uh, like the week before, so it was just, just like, "Hey, nice to meet you, Mr. Lewis." <laughs> oh, you're crippled. <a> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> yourself yeah, yeah. up. What happened? You got into a brawl like you before the klutz. session. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, you, um, him. you walked You in was, the room and you were like, "Oh, sorry, bud." <laughs>
2: sorry <to laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm I i do not know what happened to you, but I'm I feel really bad that you're injured right now. He's like, "Oh, it's okay, man. I like tripped on some stairs," and he and then he was like, "Let's try and beat the vocal. It's probably not gonna happen, but we should try." So that's just this-
0: such man that's just such a thing. I love that like you guys tried when went into it like we already know it's probably not going to happen. It's just such an important thing, man demo vocals, mm-hmm. demos in general.
2: It's uh, not It's hard to capture that
3: I said it like so Kenny and I'm not a musician in any respect whatsoever and like I could even see that if you just nail it on that first try like that's the fucking way to go.
0: It's that moment when you write it that you're so excited about it. And then you try to go and replicate it later. And it's like, there's just something missing.
1: Well, especially when there's no expectation behind it. You know what I mean? Like you were just top lining a vocal. You didn't have this like pressure of standing next to Ryan Lewis. You were just going for it and you didn't have a place where it was supposed to go. And that's the magic right there.
2: Yeah. And, and my mentor, Sam, he goes, just make it sound cool, man. Just like do whatever you do. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Just like sauce it up a little bit. So I did a little production on it and that like sound like made it onto the record. So it made me feel pretty good. That's (laughs) awesome. I was like, okay, this is cool. But yeah, so. I mean, something to speak
0: about with like people who are like, I need to rent out a $200 an hour studio with Telefunken this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, it, it comes from here and it comes from your brain and like. You know, anybody can make anything great as long as they know what they're doing,
2: you know? Yeah, I my whole thing these days is, like, I don't need to have the most expensive gear. If I just have what I need, and, like, yeah. I, think, I think guitars and synths, it's different, though. Like, when you're writing, mm. like, if you have nice guitars and synths, like, you can really, like, it can ignite an idea, right? Mm. But, like, you can make, like, an SM7B sound fire. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it doesn't... Like, so many records now are just cut on an SM7. Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, here's a geek question for you. That room that you're in sounds kind of roomy. And you said you did the vocals in there. Did you use any type of
2: ISO box or? I got, like, one of these reflection shield the things. Little, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. again, again, that just speaks to, like, yo, you could do anything anywhere. Just figure it out.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I it, it always that. comes down to, Kenny's the biggest proponent of, it's about the song. It's like, why do people love, uh, like, Nebraska by Bruce Springsteen so much? He recorded on a fucking, I don't know, like a little- Four track, th- right? A little four track in his, ho- in his in his room. Like, or why do people love Billy Eilish so much? That first record was done at her and Phineas's, like, in a bedroom. Like, that is something that's going on right now, but it speaks to, like, what you created in that moment, just how powerful it was. And I mean, that kind of leads me to being like- you're kind of going into a new endeavor. Like how long has Windsor been a thing? Like is it post mainland or is mainland still is mainland still
2: there? And mainland, mainland's not active anymore. We're, mm-hmm. we're done. We gave it a good run. Um, Windsor has been around since July of 2020. So just over a year and a half ish.
1: Pandemic production.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was at the beginning of the Dude. pandemic. I went up to Northern California um, Cause like COVID was really bad in LA, and I brought mm-hmm. all this stuff with me, and I just started writing songs up there, and it just kind of became a thing. Awesome. I didn't think it was gonna be like. You didn't think I, in the I, next year you'd be up on a rooftop with Mclemore on. I really did not think that. That was not expected. What well, I thought would, I was gonna like put out some did. songs and hope for the best. But sorry, what were you gonna say? What would your expectation have been? Like you said, July of 2020. Yeah, so a
3: year half a ago or so. Uh, what, like, was your expectation for, like, a year-long
2: plan, a five-year plan? Like, I didn't were, have one.
1: <laughs> there's no such thing as a
2: five-year plan. Yeah. It I, didn't, to make it. I didn't have one, man. I just was, like, I'm, like, I Mainland broke up. We had, like, been touring for years, and it just, our label situation wasn't making us happy. Our mm. management situation was kind of at the end with the label ending and we just like needed a break. And mm. it wasn't like a bad, we weren't like, we're breaking up. It was like, ah, let's just do our own thing. Mm. You know, no hard That's feelings. Good. We're all still friends, you know, <laughs> there's no, I still hang out with them sometimes. Um, but like, so I was writing songs for other people. I had like, uh, I wrote a song for this girl on American Idol. And then I did like an EDM thing, or I wrote a song for, for an EDM artist. So I was just co-writing. Mm. and But then the pandemic hit and I was like, I can't do sessions anymore. Like Zoom sessions were just poo-poo. They're just poo-poo, right? They're stupid. The worst. So I was like, I'm going to like do my own shit for a little while. And then I wrote this song July. and We put it out July of 2020 and it got some playlisting. And I was like, oh, I guess I can do this. <laughs> you know, I can do this. And then year went by and then the Macklemore thing happened and now it's like, Oh, now it's my job. Now it's like you know, outside,
0: time. outside of um, fan exposures and follower accounts and all that other kind of shit within the industry, have you been approached by more songwriters and beat makers and producers and people who want to work with you musically? Um, or like, has it opened the door to options
2: that maybe you didn't have before? Oh yeah. Happen, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, not like, I don't know. I'm still, like, I can do it myself. So, like, just kind of keeping it, like, close. Like, I work with, like, two people. Yeah. You know, because I want the sound to be consistent. And if I can do it myself, like, as much as I can myself, like, and push myself to do that more often, then I think the stuff even comes across more, like, sounds like me and more genuine, you know? I'm yeah. open to collaboration, obviously. Um, Dude, I, I have learned stuff from it, but
1: I have a great idea for you. So I have a friend; he lives in LA. Uh, he was in the band A Wall Nation. His name's Kenny Carkey. Uh, if you <laughs> ever need choke on my fucking vape stick, yeah. bro. <laughs> if you ever need anybody to make your shit sound incredibly mediocre, dude, I'll give you his number <laughs> as soon as we get off this, bro. Uh-oh. The thing is, we've no. already done it before.
0: But yeah, that's all yeah. fun and good working by yourself until like David Cobb texts you or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so, who is someone that you'd like to get in the studio with? Like, even if it's not necessarily for your project, is there anybody who you'd like to write for or work with or like to hear their voice singing? Your words.
2: Oh man, I I haven't thought about that in a while. I I kind of thought it would be fun to. I've always wanted to work with Mark Ronson. Oh Oh, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I like. I kind of love that that record he did with with Miley Cyrus. Yes, it's so good. It's so good, and there's also a song on there with Licky Lee. Yep. And I feel like I did a beat for Licky Lee.
0: did you really yeah yeah what? i don't even remember which one they just used it from a pack that i sent them and i made no money off it <laughs> oh, That's cool. Though. i did She's... a record for uh mark's little sister samantha
1: i never got to oh, meet him cool. i've listened oh. to mark bronson a lot yeah, ocean park <laughs> standoff right yes
0: ocean park standoff yeah heat oh my god heat nappy right yep yep yeah, that's when i was still in venice at a studio in venice oh venice is a is a fun place to make that's where i got my start in studios was in venice just skateboarding around
2: the boardwalk and shit It's the best ever (laughs) oh man so uh yo go ahead
0: go ahead
2: like are there still studios like in venice that people are making stuff at
1: that's where Mark Ronson's studio is.
0: Yeah, that, really? and that's, that's yeah. still where Samantha's studio is. Yeah, there's a few down there. Ours was right on Windward Circle, which was like right in the heart of it, which was awesome. And then I've worked at like maybe four or five different studios down there. But, but a lot of them are small because it's Venice. Mm-mm. But... Like just pizza and food and donuts and like all the best things in Venice. It's so. And rad. the ocean air. Yeah, you're uh-huh. like
2: you're just like. Yeah, you take a break from the mellow. studio,
0: right? You're like, yo, let's let the engineer tune, which is me all the time, uh, mm-hmm. tune, and then they're gonna go take a break, and they would just walk across the street to the ocean.
2: And just like uh, kick it. It's like, oh, what a break sick. in the studio.
0: Or they'd actually go surf too. Grab the boards and go out and surf and then come back and finish the vocal.
2: You, you live in the, where are you living right now, Kenny? I live I up in Thousand Oaks.
0: Oh, I live up in Thousand Oaks now. So I'm like just on the cusp of Ventura.
2: Kind of got out of the uh, west side. You're nice. on the east side, right? I'm in Echo Park, but I'm moving. Um, to where? Mount Washington.
0: Oh, yeah. I have a yeah. couple
2: friends in Mount Washington. Dude, I'm excited. It'll be a a cool spot. It'll be a good change of pace.
1: You guys are just you guys are just doxing yourself on the podcast. (laughs) You're gonna have somebody at home taking notes, being like, all right, so Kenny's in Thousand Oaks. All right, we got Windsor out there in Mount. Yo, that used to happen to me,
0: not anymore. It's about to start happening to this guy. I know.
1: Seriously. I will say, dude, one thing I'm excited about is if we when we do go out to LA. I would love to get you in the fucking studio for like the kind of like songwriting thing we, I want to do where we get in a studio and try and write a song in one, in one pass. This motherfucker, I like the energy here, dude. I think I would be- Dude, let's do it, man. I'm around. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So,
0: uh, so Jordan, what comes, what comes next?
2: Like,
0: you must be full
2: of shit coming up. I, yeah, I'm just writing, just writing songs. Um, this week, I was writing songs for this band, The Foxies, that I work with sometimes. Mm, yeah, I nice. love The yeah. Foxies. So I've been working with them a little bit. We're going to put out a Windsor EP in February, I think, is the plan. Oh, that's and right then, around the corner. Yeah, February, the EP will come out. Um, there'll be a few other songs that have been out already, and then like a few more. And then... Just, it said, "I've never been more intimidated than when I looked into John Cusack's eyes. Pissed off. He's like that guy's. <laughs> oh my so god, unique. they're in con air together, bro."
3: Danny
2: cool. Trejo said that about John Cusack. I mean, Danny Trejo is pretty intimidating.
1: He's a darling yeah, Exactly. exactly. Oh, um, Tre- Trejo's tacos. All right. Well, <laughs> Windsor, we've out. taken Windsor, we've taken you down a dark, dark path yeah. here, my friend. We're gonna let you go, but uh two things. Promise to come back on and uh, two, let us know where can we find the music? Like when's it dropping? Like when, give us something to, uh, um,
2: yeah. Windsor on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, all so-and-so, um, windsormusic.com, all the, you can sign up to join the fan club. Um, follow me on all the socials at Windsor on Instagram. Um, I'm going to be dropping an EP, uh, at the end of February. And my new single, Memory, is out now. And we're going to follow up in six months. Is that the plan? Yes, that's the plan. That's the right plan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sick. We're, Sick.
1: We'll, we'll hit you up we're out in L.A. We'll do something. We'll we'll, we'll put something together or something in like that. In six months, you, you won't based? even text me back.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'm <laughs> yeah, not going to get you before then, bro. No, yeah, this was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Okay, man. All right, everybody, go Bye. check out Windsor's stuff. Dude, it was great to meet you. Great to meet you. Take care, guys. Thanks, dude. Bye. <laughs> All right, so that was our new friend, Windsor. Go check out all his solo music. extremely old mainland stuff. Get ready for what he has going on, because I got a, I got a feeling you're going to see a lot more of this dude.
0: For sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's all he needed was a little light under the fire. I mean, he's been doing it for so many years and doing it every day, and, like, people want to move to L.A. and be like, well, what's happening? How do I blah, blah, blah? And it's like, yo, fucking look at Jordan. He just fucking worked his ass off every day, had a true art and a true craft and perfected it, and then on a demo got noticed by somebody like Macklemore.
1: And you know, it's incredible. Man, when he when he said that was the I top knew it line would track,
0: be. I knew oh it fucking would be. God. You know what I mean? That's the thing that people don't never or never realize like most of that shit is from like an iPhone or a laptop computer because there was just something super magical about when they recorded it.
1: Have you ever wanted to release your voice memos? Like put them out oh, as a I have
0: thousands of them. And it's funny cuz like I constantly record voice memos. I've got thousands of them. I don't yeah. know that I've ever gone back and listened to any of them. But like, like twice I have. And I'm like, yo, there's great ideas in here. But like, I don't know. I'm one of those guys that like takes a million photos and never looks at them. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Dude, you know? I've, al- I've always wanted to on Spotify when we release a song. Then like two weeks later, release the voice memo version on Spotify. Just to be like, this is what it started as. And this is where it wound up.
0: You know what I do like is... um. Uh, I stole the idea from AWOL. Aaron did it once for a song called Jump On My Shoulders. Uh, Max and I for fitness did it for a song called Better Now where we took the iPhone recording that it started from and put it at the beginning of the actual song that it ended up becoming, which is kind of tight.
1: Love that, dude. Yeah, I, the uh, the iPhone has really revolutionized songwriting because this fucking thing. If I didn't have it, I don't think I could write songs. Honestly, like I yo, so
0: River's Block is the best fucking yo.
1: app on earth. I'm dead serious. If you go through my voice memos, the first thing you always hear is like I'm in the car, so you can hear the wind whipping by. Yeah, and then it's just me and my phone. Like, nah, 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 nah. and then I'm like, I'll listen back to it six months later and be like, what the fuck? On you that?
0: could always hear my fucking wife like laughing or doing dishes in the background, <laughs> and I'm just. Like playing the piano. Fuck, I'm like, Shh,
1: shut up. <laughs> I love it, dude. Uh, yeah, so everybody go check out Windsor stuff. Great interview. Great guy. Uh, let's go into segments. Let's first, I'll start with some music news. I got three little things to go through. We'll move through them quickly. But Gunna has the number one uh, album in the world. Do you know Gunna by chance? Like, do you listen to no, Gunna? No. Okay, so Gunna is an Atlanta rapper, came up under like kind of like the future Young Thug Wave. Uh-huh. And uh, DS Forwardist came out. And I, I, I put this in the what the fuck we've been listening to this week video, but I don't understand what sets Gunna apart. Like, if you put Gunna in a line of, like, 100 Atlanta rappers and just played their voices, I couldn't pick him out. But he has the number one album in the world and dethroned The Weeknd after one week. Who like, made the album? It, it's it's a hodgepodge. Metro Boomin produced it. Like, uh, everybody in Atlanta produced it. Like, it's got mad features. It's got Drake, Future, Young Thug, everybody on it, Roddy Rich. But it was just kind of, like, to me, like, I guess quality and standing out really doesn't matter. Like it, everybody keeps saying, like you know, the more homogenized side of rap, everything is the same. But you know, the big th- good.
0: No, you, you know, I'm like pulling shit up and like, yeah, number one album, number one song, whatever it is. According, there's so many metrics these days. When I go know. to Spotify top songs, yo, in the top fifteen, fuck that. In the top twenty, The Weekend has like seventeen of them.
1: Have you come around on the album yet? Have you listened to it?
0: Uh, I listened to a little bit of it. I, I just, I haven't given it a fair shot enough to have an opinion. If I'm being honest,
1: there is one really hot song on there that like, it feels like it could be like, I don't know, oh. like 80s Michael Jackson shit. No, like, look who showed up. Wait, what? Yo, look who showed up. Someone showed up. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Yo. Oh, David. Fucking bing bong enters the <laughs> chat. <laughs> What's up, dude?
3: Why are you guys all
1: chipper? Because I didn't even know you were coming through. We're in the middle of the fucking show. This is banging. Well, What's up, well, you nutsack? About 2.30-ish. We got done two minutes ago for the rundown. Oh, sick. Feeling What's Dave, up, man.
0: Dave's the hardest-working man in
1: showbiz. Hardest-working person in the universe, Dave Williams, dude. Not quite, but
3: I'll tell you this. I'm the best at looking like I'm working the hardest. <laughs> that's and That's all that matters, you fuck. That's and exactly what matters. matters. You guys Seinfeld fans? Kenny, I feel like you'd be a big Seinfeld fan. I'm a decent Seinfeld fan. I'm a not decent a huge Seinfeld
1: one. fan too.
3: Okay, like I've seen every episode a thousand times and I've taken many, many life lessons and tropes from George Costanza because I think he's one of the, the geniuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I shit with my shirt off.
3: He, I, how can you shit with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird not to. Or it's weird too. But if you look frustrated at work, you're busting your dick.
1: Yep. <laughs> All you got
3: to do is act frustrated. And like yeah, at yeah. my job, like I would sit there and I would, I would, I was in a uh, sales. So I'd be on the phone. I would, they would measure outbound calls. So we had to make a hundred outbound calls a day when you first started. It went down once you got settled, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I would call, I'd wait for them to pick up. I'd hang up. And then I would have a fake conversation with myself and I'd slam the phone down. <laughs> like really, all I was doing was watching like YouTube videos and stuff. And people would be like, yo hey, man, are you all right? If you're stressed, you can get out of here early today. I'm like, you know what? I think that'd be a good idea. <laughs> That's awesome. Kenny, Hell Kenny, yeah.
1: Remember at the beginning of this podcast, we were like, Yeah, the barstool guys are busy, like fuck them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so much better when Dave's here, dude. It's so much better. <laughs> God damn. All right. Well, hey, we'd hop right in, dude. Let's, uh, let's what were we doing? You know <laughs> we were I mean? talking about gonna or something. I do want to bring this up. Last thing about that. Uh, the reason his album's doing so well is because he created a new word and a new slang term. Have you heard the term P yet? You guys seen this online? Everybody's uh, fucking talking about it now. Everybody's talking about P. Uh, his like, it's basically like a way of saying like, uh, you're not cool. It's like, yo, you're not P or like, yo, that's P. And I'm like, they were definitely sitting in a studio and they're like, What? dumb marketing tactic can we come up with and now p is in the american yeah. lexicon and i i had a great moment on the what the fuck we've listening to where i said listen i want to be p but i'm w i'm w. <laughs> and if i can't get the slang right dude i'm gonna look like a total asshole so i'm just going to avoid using it until like four years later well, and this right. guy gonna kind of coined it yeah yo not gonna care you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> fuck what, what other is it bling was that Bling was Lil Wayne back in the day. Right. Uh, I know. I know. I know. But it was that cash like, money. What am I,
3: I, I just think if that, that white you people carry on a word that a rapper made
1: lit swag. I, K- I don't know. You know stutter. This the, uh, Kenny, I know you're Asian, but this is the whitest combo of all time.
0: Oh, like, 100%. You got, I mean, shit. I just think
1: on. as a white dude, I have to be careful about like trying to use slang too early because if i do i look like a dork see yeah, because to,
0: i'm brown i can pull off a lot of shit it's pretty cool
1: that's fair and you you've earned that kenny you know <laughs> yeah, like, yeah 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 <laughs> like the way you are but for me i'm going to wait until p is no longer cool it's already like dead and i'll be like and then oh, start man. using it wow man that's <laughs> yeah. p and they'll be like god oh, this guy fucking sucks it's dude. too I'm-. close to op you know what i mean yes absolutely OPP. I P P. I don't know. Let's uh, yeah. let, let's move on from this before we say something stupid. Yeah. Uh, number two, Kanye puts out a new song, and honestly, Kenny, I don't care. I it was it was very, it was too close to Donda. Like honestly, I want to wait a little bit. Like I didn't love it. it. It was cool, but it felt like a throwaway track. He also just seems like he's in a very cha- like chaotic state right now. It just seems like he's putting out
0: stuff. You yes. know what I mean? Like yeah, I just mean, stuff. Artful man.
1: Yeah, I know, and I mean, D- Dave, I actually probably agree with you on this one. I'm not, I'm not really in, so I'm not, I'm not, yo, I'm not just carrying water for Kanye. Like, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Easy was okay, but like, I don't need music right now from Kanye. Like, maybe he should get his shit together. Like, he's a little all over the place right now. He's banging Julia Fox. He's trying to like fight Pete Davidson. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I, I, I I'm gonna steer away from that one. Uh, the main piece of music news before we go into segments, I wanted to get into was the festival drop that just happened that has everybody fucking talking, the When We Were Young festival in Vegas. It's every emo band you've ever heard of on a yeah. one-day bill. Kenny, have you ever played a bill that big on one day? No, and uh, it's kind of
0: on my list, so fuck it, I'll just talk about it now. Um, I don't love festivals i don't love emo i don't love all that shit but yo did i grow up with so many of those fucking bands three fucking hawthorne kids. heights thursday yeah. afi the Used. like those are all the bands i grew up with <laughs> so to see them all at one spot would be super fun that said three stages simultaneous performances 20 minute sets oh. it's gonna be a fucking shit show but fun you know but i love your idea of like dressing up like some fucking emo kids and going and giving interviews about, like, fucking politics
1: and shit. I will <laughs> buy tickets to that and dress up as an emo kid and do man-on-the-street interviews. Like, I will literally yeah, walk yeah. Up, like, wig on, like, over one eye with a studded belt is on it. it again? In, like, October.
3: When... Okay. On a, we'll, we'll be there. T- yes! Tentatively. Well, all right, I'll say this. The only thing that will keep me from not being there is the White Sox being in the playoffs
1: still. Right. But well, it would be in man, Vegas. We, we're, we're absolutely doing that. It would be in Vegas. You could go gamble at the casino. I know you oh, got to be at the park. You got to be at the park.
3: No, I, that that would be awesome. It'd be a bunch of fucking like 38-year-old dudes wearing like American fucking junkie t-shirts they got it targeted <laughs> i'm just gonna go smoke
1: i'm gonna go smoke close yeah, cigarettes yeah i'll like, show you the og hot topic bitch get out yeah, of here yeah. i'm gonna 15 year olds i'm gonna walk up with my nails painted and just go up and just be like so your stepdad sucks too here's right? the other thing
0: though you're gonna be <laughs> watching yeah, yeah, yeah. bands like Census fail and hawthorne heights play those emo ass songs at 42 years old so it's gonna be an interesting <laughs> fucking Cut, look
1: black into white. pieces oh <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm wanted for tax fraud all like their backs <laughs> hurt and shit yeah exactly i don't know but like a jimmy world's gonna be there i want look yeah, I i'd see the shit be- out of jimmy i fully believe that we have manifested the paramour revival into existence on this podcast I think that <laughs> I de- i'm i dead serious you didn't see shit about paramour until i started freaking out about Haley williams being the goat i believe that we had a hand in the Paramore resurrection and I would love for Haley Williams to come on the podcast and bless us with. Hey, that. with, that'll with never happen. <laughs> no, it will never happen unless I dress up like an emo guy and go to the festival, which you never press pass. Press
0: yeah, pass. press pass. We could
3: try to start yo,
1: off. Dave.
3: I know you can get us press passes. That's what I'm. That's exactly when I I perked up right
0: there because I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, I could be yeah. able to We need our Borat moment. You know what I mean?
1: Right. But the thing is, though, if we do that, we could carry that over to a fish concert. I'll dress up like a hippie and go in there and try and infiltrate the fish people we could do uh like a dave matthews band be a corporate bro and go in there oh, we could get like like the on the street experience or bonnaroo like go there be dirty ass kids in the fucking woods of tennessee and just interview people fucking ask for molly we could do live podcasts on the in the campgrounds i got ideas we get press press passes we can do anything but oh, I dig-
3: uh, would you do molly i've never done molly either but would you do molly if for content reasons. Oh, it's yeah, the absolutely. best, of course.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would put Molly in my butt for content reasons. Yeah,
0: dude, you, you got to go two down, one up. That's the way we do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, I, at each festival, well, wh- wh- what's the drug of choice at the emo festival, like duster? Like, <laughs> you got a huff duster or huff glue at the emo festival?
3: I don't know. I mean, I feel like, not to get too grim, they love being downers.
1: Yeah, facts.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, we I, do. You know a- what? I'll, I'll, I'll say this, I'll draw the line at Needles
1: and Arms. <laughs> we, that's where I'm we, out. we go to the emo festival. We get one piece of content. and I get addicted to heroin. Be fucking.
0: <laughs> yo, yeah, big worth. You know what I mean? So worth it.
1: Oh my God. All right. Let's go on the list off the list. Uh, I'll start out my on the list is Cardi B. Uh, there was a huge fire in the Bronx last week that killed 17 people. And Cardi B is, fr- is paying for the funeral services for all of them because she's from the Bronx. And I don't like love Cardi B's music that much or her whole persona because it gets under my skin a little bit. But that's a G-ass like fucking I don't know, like hometown hero vibe kind of a move. And that's pretty cool. Cause she didn't have to do that and she did it. And I appreciate that. Shouts out Cardi B. Kenny, who's on your list?
0: Uh, I'm going to have to change my on the list because it was the, when we were young fest, which I already felt kind of iffy about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I did like it, uh, I'm just going to go back to fucking Mr. Oliver Tree, dude. I've been watching yeah. his 45-minute documentaries on YouTube. Yep. That motherfucker is the funny. I like and he's got number one singles. His shit is blowing up. He's on every TV show. And for somebody to have that much exposure and still just be so in on the Grinding, joke yeah. is like, like. and I started finding some YouTube videos of like Oliver Tree out of character and shit like that, which rarely happens. But like he went on, he went on the, uh, I think it was like the Fallon show and for his new song. And he like had on a top hat and while he's singing, he removes the top hat. There's a smaller one and then he removes it. There's a smaller one. And at the end there's the tiny little thimble of a hat off. you're like, yo somebody who doesn't
1: take it seriously <laughs> who's that I hate, big i hated him at first and now same, I'm, so in on, same, I, I'm same same so, i tried I never, to avoid it when me and you first met we had a conversation in the studio like this fucking oliver tree guy he's like, the uh, fucking best so, hey,
0: here's the thing uh, well anyway i don't want to give because he's also my listening so move on
1: yes i fuck with him a lot so shout out oliver tree dave you're on the list dolly parton happy birthday Ooh.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Hell yeah. I saw a great meme the other day that was like Dolly Parton wrote two of the biggest songs in history on the same day, and I still can't clean up my clothes off the floor from last week. <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. It's, 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 I mean, she's an icon. In she's more a babe. Than one. Uh, She's still smoking hot. She's I was like, just, yep, g- Dave, be rap Of course. I mean, yeah. it's Dolly like Parton, but like, even if she was just a normal fucking cougar. Yeah, I'd be honored. Yes. She would be like, I would give her the best two and a half minutes of her life. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then I would shake, I would shake her hand after like a firm handshake. Be like, Like, thank you for the experience. Like look her
3: in the eye. Like nice (laughs) firm Just Look her right in the tits. (laughs) Right in the
1: tits. How could you keep,
3: I'm assuming since she's a little older, she hasn't, hey, I don't even want to go around there. No,
1: don't go there. Uh, I I don't
3: want to. I'm not going to get canceled today. That was my solution to not get canceled in the year 2022. But I will. are like
1: 18 days in and you're already worried
3: about it. I, well, I almost said something that would have been.
1: Cancelable. Already, maybe. The sky is blue. The grass is green. Dolly Parton. There's your answer. Uh, my off the list. Now, Dante's not here, right? Dante's not is lurking. Okay? All right. Well, my off the list is Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. I am so fucking over it. I don't even want to talk about it anymore, but like this whole thing come out. They keep interviewing these two fucking weirdos about their engagement and shit. And every time they get, they have a conversation about it, something weirder comes out. So Machine Gun Kelly, in an interview said that there are thorns inside of her engagement ring. So if she takes it off, it's supposed to hurt because love is pain. Shut up. Up, you fucking loser. Yo,
0: the meme of him on one knee in that outfit, everybody's like when the foot locker employee
1: finds your shoe size. <laughs> Bro. Also, like kids, any kids listening out there, which you shouldn't be, because we just got off of a conversation about Dolly Parton's tits, but love is in pain. You shouldn't be like in a relationship where like every day is hell. Like, find a normal person. Like, this isn't this is all bullshit. Um and I promised Dante last week I wouldn't make fun of them anymore, but
0: that's too off. hard. That's that's your it fault is. for making that promise.
1: I know. I, I over I overpromise and underdelivered on this yeah, one. Yeah, and yeah. I apologize because I can't help myself. But go the fuck home, guys. Shut up. Kenny, who's off your list?
0: Uh so Kenny, while he's nearing 40, is trying to learn how to stream. And I've been doing it a little bit lately, and it's actually been kind of fun and been pretty good. That said, I've been watching a lot of other people's streams to try to figure out what's good and what's not good. And man, if I see one more fucking producer with a thousand million followers who's playing loop sample packs that come in the fucking NPC when you buy it and they're like headbanging and they're like hitting a button in like quarter time they're like yeah button dun, 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 dun. <laughs> button you're like cut doe play a fucking instrument like I'm just yeah I- off my list are just talentless hacks think they're musicians
1: <laughs> with a lot of followers. There, go. Yeah. Isn't it, isn't it funny? There's so many people who are so not talented that have a million people to watch. But them?
0: like, what does that say? Maybe I'm just a fucking grandpa, right? Like my fault. But like, I've been going deep trying to find and like, yeah, you know, the MPC. That- go ahead. Sorry, I cut no, you. No, I was gonna say the MPC plays loop based samples, and you download a pack off the internet that somebody else made, and I take this whole baseline do 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 do, and I put it on one button, so it's. Button, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, button, do-do-do-do, you are like, oh, yo, play the bass maybe, I don't yeah, fucking just know, play the bass. what a
1: crazy idea, oh my god, Jesus anyways,
0: Christ. I'm frustrated, being the, in the streaming world a little bit,
3: I've got to know what works and what doesn't, let me ask you this, are those guys like, are they like sticks in the mud or are they entertaining?
0: No, they're entertaining in the fact that the music yeah. is good because it's a purchased pack, right? Made with fucking, like, Anderson Packs drums. Yeah. Uh <laughs> They've got cute lighting, uh, interesting edits awesome. in their reels. You know, like, all the stuff that, like, goes above and beyond, that kind of shit. You can make anything boring look cool with enough work. Yeah. And I still hate them. It's lipstick on a pig. I, right, I get yeah, 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 yeah.
3: It. Um, Like, I... I'm going to start streaming again soon now that it's it's streaming season for me. Like, these next couple months or are... Stre- and I know you play Call of Duty a little bit, but um, I am fucking terrible at that game. I play with a bunch of ringers that are, like, world-class good. And it's funny watching me because it's like, oh, this guy fucking sucks at this game. But, like, I just add... Like funny color commentary, and people tune in for that shit.
0: Yeah, for sure. I streamed my uh, Call of Duty last night. <laughs> it was fun. We'll, we'll
3: we'll hop on in the next. I think I'm starting again the 20th, a week from today. Actually, we're starting officially.
0: So let's get up, man. Let's get up. Yeah. I'm always on. It's it's fun.
1: I will oh, buy yeah. some sort of Xbox if it means I get to watch you too. Like just like, legitimately <laughs> legitimately like-
3: watch it on. You can watch it on your phone. Yeah, watch it on Twitch.
1: Well, yeah. I also would like to to join in and so oh, yeah. And just talk shit. That'd be I great. I,
3: it's too late. I, I gave it away, but I could have just given you my PS4 and you could have had that and played
1: somebody's got one my brother might have yeah. an extra one or something like that but i've never gotten into it but if it means i could talk shit with you two while i watch Dude, it, everybody, all podcasts. it is it's just it's, it's shit talking is more important than the gameplay
0: i've been playing right. a lot of rocket league lately and you have to text chat and like everybody's always mad at me because i'm afk with my car sitting because i'm yeah, busy yeah. T- like you fucking asshole
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, best was when we you guys i don't think ever did it but we would play among us
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
3: It was so much fucking fun because you just sit there on your couch and but it's like you're just fucking around with your boys, and it's yeah, yeah, the most simple game ever. But we would have like thousands of people watching us for those streams. Like 25 yeah, yeah, yeah. just because we
0: were fucking around. These kids are these little kids are like, fuck you, you suck your trash. And I'm like, I'm 37 years old, <laughs> I could be your fucking dad. <laughs> oh
1: my god, Dave, who's off your list?
3: Uh off my list, hold on. It is, oh, this is perpetual off my list, but I'll <laughs> get into it. Lena Dunham. I fucking hate. Yeah. Her. Me Jeez. too. Yeah. Like, I hate her so much that if I watched her just get steamrolled by like one of those concrete <laughs> pavers, like, yeah, in, yeah, like yeah. Hours. a pizza delivery robot. Like, I would be like, <sighs> nothing I can do. Like, i I would be doing the world a better like a, a service.
1: Well she's one that. of those? She's one of those people like Ben Shapiro or Darren Ravel that the internet communally comes together to yes. hate. Yes.
0: Well, yeah. when you're a celebrity with like a pin, you're like, "What are you the president of?" <laughs> Shut the fuck up! He you know what I mean? Because she's a celebrity, her
3: opinion holds more weight than others, and those are the worst. Yeah, reasons. you're just as dumb as me. Shut
1: exactly. up. Do you, <laughs> you ever want- like? Do you ever, do you ever follow somebody just so you can hate them? Like I like, oh, yeah. you know, YouTube, like my YouTube homepage, there's like always a Ben Shapiro video that will pop up. And I watch them just to be like, dude, you're such a piece of shit. Like I love watching the opposite opinion of mine sometimes. Cause it's fucking hilarious to me. But like this dude, <laughs> the comedian, Zach Fox once said, put me in a ring with Ben Shapiro. And I'll use that motherfucker like a fleshlight. And ever since then, <laughs> I've just <laughs> watched his content and been like, dude, I'd love to piece this guy up. But Dave, he, I agree. Like
3: four years ago. So, randomly, Ben Shapiro's a big White Sox fan, big enough where he's written books on the White Sox. What? So, like four years ago, a buddy of mine, and this is before he was as polarizing as
0: he is now. That motherfucker's uh, never thrown a baseball in his life. No, now he's
3: much, no, ever. He's never touched in a fucking field or a court or a rink or anything. Uh, So my buddy hit him up to go on his White Sox podcast. And that's all they talked about was uh, White Sox baseball. They didn't talk one iota about politics. And my buddy got just like, if he would have done that in 2022 instead of like 2017 or whenever he did it, he would have been dragged through the internet coals. Oh yeah. But as a troll. And so my buddy, all he did was email him. And he's like, he got back to me in five minutes, is like, hey, here's my personal assistance email. Just set up a time, like, we'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. So he got back like immediately. I don't know if that would still be the case, but I would love to see people lose their fucking minds if I got him on the show and didn't bring up anything about like the the conflict in, in Israel, uh with Palestine and everything. Like I wouldn't bring up anything about mass or anything, just what's I would love to see people melt down, but I keep getting no's from the rest of my office. I'd ask him about Dolly Parton's tits for sure. <laughs> yeah. I would try to make him so uncomfortable because he like relishes in the fact that he, 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 he studies his dick off more than anybody and he always has an answer for anything. But if I just do like, hey, what do you think about Dolly, Dolly Parton's rack?
0: Like, hey, like, do you shit with your shirt off? Yeah.
3: <laughs> He'd be like, well, or just like that, just to make him like squirm, and you know he's a squirmy guy at heart because
0: look at him. He's like he'd, the kind of guy who's afraid of germs. You know what I mean? He'd be like, "Well, for the oh, sake,
1: yeah, yeah. Let's say for the for the sake of argument, Dolly Parton's tits were amazing. That would <laughs> that, be, that,
0: that, would be Wallen,
3: uh, that was an unbelievable impersonation because that is exactly what. Like, okay, well, if you think about it, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Okay, so if I was gonna take a take a dookie, um, I would <laughs> I'd leave my shirt on uh, because the germs can come up on the, the toilet. Oh. have you ever seen the back of a toilet seat? Like under.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I love dissenting opinion, and I love to watch it. Like, I love to watch people that I don't agree with because I think it helps you grow a little bit. But it also is a situation where I can't watch anything with Lena Dunham in it because she just... She gave dogs away, dude. She gave them away. She's the worst person on her. She just fucking sucks. Agreed. And most people will communally agree with that. But all right, that's on the list, off the list. Uh, my what the fuck we've been listening to. It is Mac Miller's birthday today. So I've been running Mac Miller all day. Yo, yeah, yo. Yeah. Uh, I went with Circles, uh, the posthumous record that came out. And it's funny because I, that album dropped when I was in Los Angeles sitting in a rental car. And I'll always stick with that because it's just like a, like a memory and a place of exactly where I was when I heard it. It's fantastic. Rest in peace, Mac. R.I.P. R.I.P., baby. Uh, Kenny, what the fuck have you been listening to?
0: Oliver Tree's new single, Cowboys Don't Cry. The fucking video. It's like he's already like five foot four, and he got a model who's like six foot ten to be in the Love video. <laughs> like everything about it, but the song is actually really good. It's like a pop ballad. And you're like, fuck, it's actually a really good song, like acoustic guitars, beautiful chorus. Anyways, yeah. Oliver Tree, Cowboys Don't Cry. Give it a shot. Love it. David, what the fuck are
1: you been listening to?
3: Uh, I think I might have said this a few weeks ago, but something tells me that I opted to go a different way, so I'm just going to say it again. Uh, Chris Stone Kingfish Ingram. Yes! I found him on Instagram. Yeah. And like, all the, like, algorithm for, like, he's just a, I, he's a real young dude. I want to say he's in, like, 22, 23. Yeah. Um, he is disgustingly overweight. Yep. Um, I want to say he is from Mississippi. Yep. Uh, but he's just, like, a blues musician, and he fucking shreds. Like, yep. I... He's I know him. Awesome, Yeah, he's great. I opened for Starting him. Here, like I'm looking at his, his playlist right now. He's got songs like 3.5 million, 2.6, blah, blah, blah. But it, it, like he's fucking really, really cool to watch play the guitar. And then, um, Kenny, you were off my list a few weeks ago because I texted you. Let me know what you
0: think. The oh, ones. yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I'm not very good with my phone. I'll be the first to admit. <laughs> I'm the king of like, yeah, yeah, I'll hit him back in a second. And then, yeah, like, no, two no. weeks later, I have to go all the way through my text and be like, oh, yeah, sorry for the delay. Oh, yeah, sorry for the delay. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I live by sorry for the delay. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're a local band in Chicago. Uh,
3: it could, actually, really similar to you guys, Colin. Uh, really? Yeah, but they're more, like, garage, like, Who classic. Is it? Garage, the Deadlicks. Uh, oh, no. they, were our, they were in our office a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I didn't meet them.
1: I did see that video with Carl, though.
3: Yeah, with Carl, yes. Uh, so I'm like, hey, yeah. So I fired them up. They're good. They're, they're fun to listen to. Um, they are, per their website, I'll actually get these guys on. I'm sure they're really easy to access because they're big stoolies. But um, they, they were great. They're a real good band.
1: Beautiful. I love that, dude. Shouts out, dude. I love putting on the fucking new bands. Let's go.
0: Yo, Big Stoolies oh. is a good band name.
1: <laughs> big Stoolies? Yeah. Love it, dude. Uh, Alright, so that's going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, Dave, I'm so glad you popped in, dude. We were yeah. worried you weren't going to be here. I was fucking banging. I can't wait to clip that for socials. That was triumphant. Um, we got our one... The slide in that, what's his big? Collinsworth. Collinsworth. Yeah. yeah. We got our one-year anniversary episode next week, and I oh, have a big God, guest God, who I want I want shiftlet back. I want Shiplet back for the one-year anniversary. He was our first guest. Bring him back in. I just DM'd him on Instagram. Let's see what we get back. So uh, other than that, I know we have a lot of guests that are potentially coming on, a lot of people coming on. Um, I want to thank fucking Windsor for coming on. Great guy. Um, But yeah, gentlemen, anything else you got for me today? Hell no. Nope. All right. Well, fuck you guys. Uh, Thank you very much. We'll catch you guys next week.